0: Sue
1: good evening
0: good evening
1: welcome everybody
0: <clears throat> yes I'm just uh, one more place to post as I forgot for half a second and was doing something else and then I went oh yeah I'm supposed to post <laughs> yeah as everybody else should be sharing she see the top right corner there guys sharing is caring it's good to share it and let other people um, get to see it and get to choose what they think again i love what and i will start off with that what just abraham always says you are powerful enough to disagree amen i love that because we have to be able to uh
1: ask questions
0: ask questions and search a matter out and it means that Ah. I'm not asking you to be in agreement with me or join something that I'm saying.
1: Well, disagreeing means that you've just agreed with uh, you're in agreement with some other yeah. thought or you know, yeah. idea until you maybe until you change it. Right. change your mind. Metanoia, metanoia or <laughs> or maybe not. Or maybe not. But, right? Mean, yeah.
0: But that's the whole thing. It, it is a journey and it is about uh, coming in to the divine reality of God.
1: Right? right? Yes.
0: So what I wanted to share, first of all is just to say you are powerful enough to disagree that way you're free to watch, listen and still keep your own mindset if you want,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or it'll cause you to dig deeper cause just maybe I might be onto something. So tonight's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yes. Just
1: before you jump in there, yeah. When people back in Bible days used to have discussions, right. um, to have these disagreements in a in a positive manner it was a good thing. Yeah. Because it's how they mulled over things and came to truths, right? Yes. So it's not like I'm right and you're wrong, but no. everybody gave the place. Well, yes. I'm sorry, I can't say everybody. Well, don't we don't know, that, but it was kind of a general it's a jewish or a rabbinic that, thing yes thank you that's what i was gonna say yeah <laughs>
0: that they that they could uh iron sharpens iron yes. that they could look at these things from different angles to come into a greater enlightenment of who the creator is and how to walk with him in a place of intimacy Yeah, and it meant that if i thought i was right that's being a but putting myself in a box and I'm not allowing anybody else to speak into it. that might have something that'll help me get freer. Mm -hmm. Right? So we have to be willing, right? Like I love that saying by, uh, let me think. Oh, the intercessor, uh, Reese Howell the intercessor Mm -hmm. when the spirit of God said to him, um, self can't give up self Mm -hmm. because he was freaking right out. But then he said, Are you willing to be made willing?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: In other words, we give the control over to me. Mm -hmm. And once he did, letting it go, boom, he came into that intimate place of face to face like Moses.
1: Or being neutral.
0: Or being neutral, yes. Mm -hmm. It's a great place. It is. It's the beginning of the journey to love and then ultimately to complete enlightenment in God, Mm -hmm. right? To walk in the light as he's in the light.
1: And to say to be neutral doesn't mean. Do absolutely nothing with your life. Don't get don't no. take that wrong. No. That's just a position that you would hold before God to open yourself up to other thought.
0: Yeah. Exactly. To be teachable,
1: right? Quoted by Susan Brown.
0: Just quoted by Susan Brown.
1: Very <laughs> good. <laughs> we
0: <laughs> all right. Oh, just a quick announcement. We'll oh, do those
1: right not now. Announcements. <clears throat> yeah. The evil announcements.
0: Yeah. That um boom, there's our website, wwwhcm straffordorg that you can go there and get previous things that we've done and um, also uh, see a little more about us. Um, Also, if you want to donate to this ministry and what we're doing, what we're getting out there, then you are also able to find a donate button there um, that will take you to PayPal, that's a safe place to donate come straight into the ministry and into the bank account of this ministry so I just want to make that available to every anybody and everybody that would like to or when they want to donate also I wanted to say we also can be found on www.youtube.com capital G grace and capital T truth and capital J capital B brown that's our site Uh, And there is all kinds, like a whole list of different podcasts and things we've done that you would be able to uh, dig into and check out. Mm -hmm. So that's all available there. Um, Also, I want to say that we are on, obviously, YouTube, Facebook. We are on uh, Podomatic, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Music. Um, which is iTunes, Uh, we are on iHeartRadio, we are on a bunch of different platforms. All of these available, especially if you want to listen without the video um, when you're driving or um, out for a walk or something, you're able to listen to them whenever you got time to fit it in, Mm -hmm. that you want to. So that's where we are. So, yeah. Good evening, Norlene. She's on. Um, So, yeah, I also want to encourage anybody, if they haven't listened to last two weeks ago, He is Alive. I think it's called He is or I am Alive. I can't be positive this second. I'd have to look it up. Um, I think it's I am Alive. I encourage you to listen to it. There's lots of stuff I broke down there, as I will continue on tonight with some to help you understand uh, really what God's giving me to share in this last little bit, and who he, he previously spoke to me in 1978 concerning, but I didn't have a clue at that time what he was talking about, because I was still very much in darkness. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll share a little of that as we go along tonight. Um, but if you haven't seen it or heard it, it's available. So it should be interesting. It's called, um, choose life. And it's a decision. It is a decision that's in your hands, believe it or not. So let's start in John chapter one, one to four, which is a powerful scripture. If you stop and really think about this scripture, it's jammed full of things. Remember I've said in the past that um, the levels of seeing, that there's a literal and then couched on top is a higher revelation, the rabbinic understanding is. First there's uh, a hint that there's something more, and then there's the allegorical, it's pictures. God speaks in picture language. Jesus did it all the time. The scripture's jammed. It's a picture book. I always used to think when I was a little kid, a little kid, a little kid in Christ, that one day I would... I don't know what that was... one day as I became more and more closer to understanding God's revelation, it would be like a nursery rhyme book. It'd just be this simple little book, you know, but it was so hidden from me, I couldn't understand it. Mm -hmm. It seemed complicated, scattered, broken into chunks all over the place. Story about this, story about that. Seriously, it's the most confusing looking book in the world. But yet, it is a gold mine, and it's about you, it's about me. So there's this allegorical picture book, and then eventually it goes into math and called "The Hidden Mystery," is all in there. So God wants to unpack it. So let's look at this scripture for a moment in just a little more detail than we normally do. In the beginning was the word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now, I know that we always consider that just to be uh, Jesus Himself, because He was the Word manifested. But He's trying to tell us something. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were made through Him. Through who? Through the Word. And apart from Him, nothing was made that's come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of men." Beautiful scripture, incredible depth of revelation here. Call those things that are not as though they are. Why? It's the Word. Speak the Word and create those things that are not as though they are. It's to call them into being. That's what he did. Now God says, in Him was life, who? Yeshua. So Yeshua is the Word made flesh, right? So God came in flesh form as us for us. He came as you and me for us. It says, he is the Word of truth made flesh to be a light in our darkness, in our blindness. So in Him was life and the life was the light of men we need light what's light it's revelation it's revelation it's glory to glory to glory it's up jacob's ladder up moses mountain these pictures of where god wants to bring us into this place of knowing it says moses uh talk to god as a man talks to a man no riddles face to face wow now is god a respecter of persons no he looks at us all we all have a choice We all have a choice. (laughs) We need the light, and where's the light? It's in Yeshua, His very life. Remember, the life is in the blood. The blood's the DNA. It's the code of heaven. He came here to reveal something to us. And that's what he's here, to bring light into our blindness, to place a ladder of revelation from dimension to dimension, back to the beginning, where we went astray in our minds, placing a veil of forgetfulness until we overcome it. We have to overcome it. It says that, doesn't it? It says, for he who overcomes, overcomes what? Overcomes. Mm -hmm. So, religion and this isn't any particular denomination, it's the very thing that's outside all of us that needs to go. Religion separates, therefore, and celebrates the original lie. Sin is separation. Where's God? Oh, he's in heaven. When's, he, when's all this going to happen? One day, brother, God is going to return. No, no, no. 2,000 years ago, he came. He rose from the dead and he's here. He's within. He went in the temple, you're the temple, he's here. It separates, therefore heaven is not at a distance that you go when you die, it's a return to sacred unity. That's what, God, what Jesus called God. He never used the word God, he used the words in Aramaic sacred unity. So religion is created in the mind of man through a pharisaical spirit that controls and keeps the mind in the prison in the sin of separation, never able to repent enough or pay enough only to die to get to the judgment seat. And if you're lucky, you get to go to a three-dimensional materialistic place we've created called heaven. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: That is deception. That's a doctrine of demons. Jesus said, he is the way, the truth, and the life. We need to choose to follow him, who is life, leading us. And what is that that leads us? The living word that was in the beginning, that created all things, all the way back to life. Way, truth, he'll bring you into all truth, to what? Life. Zoe life incorruptible indestructible uncreated the father that's where he's bringing us to the beginning where we were before we became veiled in unforg- er, er, forgetfulness. <clears throat> so i know that seems like a lot in some ways if uh You've never, ever questioned these things, right? Mm So you need to question these things. Mm -hmm. You need to look deeper in these things, not just accept what some man tells you, whether it's a Bible school, I don't Mm -hmm. care what it is. Mm -hmm. You need to have the experience of the father and the living word that quickens within us. This is what they talked about in the Bible. when they said in the word they weren't talking about a book. They're talking about a person. Yeah. The living word, Yeshua, right? And so is it in the book? Yes. God will quicken, I've just talked about this, and bring truth in it. But you can't just quote it and think that that's going to get you somewhere. You can't say a prayer and think that's going to get you to heaven. That's just a delusion that came. You need to experience the kiss of intimacy with the Father. That's how you know. Mm -hmm. This is how you will know.
1: You got to go beyond that the scripture on paper yeah as you were talking i was thinking back well probably 40 39 years ago Mm. when we were first new at all this i remember us sitting together in our house and i had the bible open and i was like like my eyes were getting bigger and bigger (laughs) and i'm like oh my god John, listen to this, right? <laughs> yeah. It was like an unfolding of stuff because we'd never seen it before no and uh, back in that day where we were at, healings were a big deal going on in the day. And remember I was I was reading like uh, you know, um, that, Catherine did, Coleman's Yeah, stuff and... that you could be healed. Like, and I'm reading all these miraculous stories. Well, that was just the doorway in yeah. because as we go through life, we've probably, you know, touched on miracles here and there, but mm-hmm. I don't think to any intention Not like Yeshua as was. to living in the kingdom world. Well, right? Yeshua
0: said we do greater works, right? Mm-hmm. Are we seeing them?
1: No. And what I was just going to say is that it's a doorway. Right? Yes. The scripture is a doorway. Yeah. You start there, but otherwise, it's just like picking up a novel. You just keep reading the the words on the page if there's no life to it, right? It's dead religion, exactly. Right? If
0: you just quote it and maybe scream it a little bit and get emotional and get people's emotions going, is yeah. that the kingdom of God? Well,
1: has it been fruitful? Has and, it been and fruitful? Has the fruit? Um, does it have longevity? All right, right. Mm-hmm.
0: We want to know Him mm-hmm. to know Him, yeah. Ganosco, intimately acquainted, like a husband and a wife. Yes, This is what Paul was talking about. He wasn't mm-hmm. talking about, you know, what you believe. Right. He's talking about who you know. Yeah. That's what this is all really about.
1: And so, I, I wonder, too, and I, we've talked about this, that, mm-hmm. you know, if you're believing for healing for a person or something and, and it's tragic and, you know, you're praying for them and you're looking at the word and you're going, but it says this. Yeah. And it doesn't happen. But now that as life has gone along and I look back. I personally believe it was I was in misalignment I believed Mm. what I was reading but something also didn't really believe it inside so I was misaligned right I wasn't in in unity
0: sacred unity
1: with it right right that's just my conclusion at this time
0: I, I think there's there's real truth in that there's as you pursue truth I'll lead you into all truth as you pursue truth and that truth he's talking about is actually I have a truth you have a truth they have a truth but the reality is there's a divine reality that's the truth and if we're willing to be teachable that wordless infant Mm -hmm. as a child God will bring us
1: in right yeah
0: he's faithful Mm -hmm. to do this so in 1978 God spoke to me from within the heavenlies. He ripped open the veil, and He spoke to me. And He said this, Go and tell them I am alive. Now that's powerful. That's not out of a book. That was from Him, the Word. Because I said to Him, God? He said, Yes. I said, Jesus? Because I didn't know His name, Yeshua. I used the Greek name that we've been given in the West. I said, Jesus. He said, Yes. He was meeting me where I was. Mm-hmm. And he then began to show me people in heaven that were still on the earth. And when he did that, I didn't understand at all. Where I lived and the teachings I'd been given, I did not know what he meant. Mm -hmm. I thought he meant you know that I just didn't get it because I said God don't you have to die to go to heaven and he he just began to reveal things to me because he was planting seeds that 40 years later he would unpack and I would have roots from that day Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and he showed me people committing suicide getting killed in car accidents ODing on drugs go and tell them i'm alive i said they know he said no they don't know me they're coming over here and they do not know see we think we know about him but we don't know him and that's what he wants me to get out Mm -hmm. and now i'm gonna start to unpack a little bit of what that meant there were people in heaven on the earth it wasn't four million miles to the right of the milky way and i've been in this place probably three to four times in the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand. I didn't understand what was really taking place, but I was experiencing the glory of him in heaven here in another dimension. Yeah. And so he said, go and tell them I'm alive. Watch last week or two weeks ago, and it'll help uh, deliver or unpack some of those things. Okay, so let's look at something for a minute because when he says something it's very important and it's it's something he wants us all to get it'll take us some time (laughs) but he's giving in the garden there was a thing called the tree of life and there was another tree called the good and evil which was the reasoning of man in his own mind, which brought death. Both these trees are within us. They're not trees in some geographical place in Iraq. These trees live within you. Where are you living from? Where are you eating and getting your sustenance from? This is what the question is. Carnality is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, where we reason right and wrong, and there's wars constantly, religious wars, and wars of right and wrong constantly going on. Are they good? Is there bad things? Yes! But the problem is, we are not to eat there. We're to eat from the tree of life, Himself. Jesus didn't exist. He is existence itself. I'm in the Father, the Father's in me, we're one. Really? Philip, have I been with you so long, you don't recognize me? <laughs> We've not understood. Proverbs 25, 24 says, The path of life leads us upward, for the wise to keep him from going to shore, which is the place of the dead. Wow! The path of life, way, truth, life, Father, Spirit, or sorry, Son, Spirit, Father. He leads us somewhere into life so that we will not go to the place of the dead. Death isn't His. It's not His idea. Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of life. Abundance of joys are in your presence eternal pleasures at your right hand. What's his right hand? Place of authority. It's where he sits with the Father and the Father's not on a chair. That's Aramaic pictures. It's Because God the Father is omnipresent in the whole universe. So you want to shovel him onto a chair. He can't. He came in the manifestation of Yeshua Onto the earth so he could lead us back to himself out of the reasoning of our own minds abundance of joy where in your presence he said to me my presence is me in the present so where am I looking where am I now starting to unfold and awaken in his presence in his presence leading me somewhere where eternal pleasures in the fullness of the authority of living in Christ. That's where he's taking us. Ben Saraw 1517 says, Before everyone, you, me, Sue, everyone that's ever lived, everyone that's living, and everyone that will live, before everyone, are life and death. Whichever they choose, it'll be given to them. Wow, Mm. think on that, that choice, That choice is in our hands. We choose life or death. Mm -hmm. That's big because nobody believes that. We believe that it's normal to live and die because everybody's going there. Everybody's going to the cemetery. Everybody's getting old. Yet why did Yeshua come? What was his purpose? Why is he a light? Mm. Why is he life? Who is he?
1: <laughs> who
0: is he? Yeah, He's knowable.
1: Who's he and who am I?
0: And who are we?
1: Yeah.
0: So we need to choose life because life is a series of choices. Have you noticed? Everything we do, we make a choice. We chose to be on tonight. Yeah. We choose to speak. I could have said, hey, I don't feel like it tonight. We're not doing it tonight and we wouldn't be here. It's a choice everything's a choice because you're making it and you're living it so if you believe in death you're living it now this is a hard one to overcome
1: you're living to die
0: you're living to die
1: I'd in rather, fact i would rather die to live
0: yeah which is what christ said right
1: <laughs> that you understand what i'm saying romans 6 yes. i've been
0: crucified with christ yeah therefore I shall live Mm -hmm. he already did that and that was my first application of when he was showing me that in the bathroom in 1978 I thought oh yeah okay Romans 6 I died now I'll get to go to heaven Mm -hmm. but that's not what he was saying to me he just knew that John you can't climb up into this truth yet Mm -hmm. because you've been steeped in religion you're in prison son But we're gonna walk this out in the next 40 years, which is seconds for him, because he's not on a linear time. Uh We are in this frame, this third dimension where we've been dumbed down because of our own doing. It's not his fault. And I'm gonna say this, and it's probably gonna bend you. It's not the devil's fault either because he can't make you do anything you don't choose. Right. Yeah. So you're responsible Responsibility's back on us we get to choose and follow so the big deal is to follow him who's the way follow him while he teaches us all truth and boom you'll come face to face with abundant life zoe life dad himself right that's where he's taking us we need to choose that life Matthew 7:13 to 14 says enter through the narrow gate for the gate is wide and and the way is broad that leads to destruction and those who enter through it are many Take a drive through cemeteries you'll see the many yeah. Narrow is the gate difficult the way why is it difficult it's kind of like those fish. What are those fish that swim up a river Salmon. against the current? Mm-hmm. And they go all the all the fish and the currents coming one way, and they're jumping and going up, up, up river until spawn, they get to spawn. to spawn to bring life. Yeah, it's a picture, man. It's a picture. It's difficult for us to go against the stream that's going one way to choose to follow Yeshua, whose life Himself. Mm -hmm. Right?
1: Or to kick against the pricks.
0: Kick against the pricks, Paul. It's difficult for you. Mm -hmm. Right? Difficult the way that leads to life. Those who find it are few. Now, we know that there are those that found it. Enoch, John, others, many. Well, many. I say a lot more than two. Yeah. But nothing compared to billions and billions right but we in this day we can choose to believe him and what he is and follow him but you got to be willing to change your pharisaical mind that imprisons and holds you bondage to come into the truth of this thing and it's not easy man but your words matter remember i believe it's james remember in your mouth is life and death to who to you, hmm. you're speaking it over yourself, and you don't even know it, you're leading yourself into the grave, yeah right disease disease out of alignment, yes, right,
1: and your tongue is a rudder, and your tongue's a ship. rudder,
0: the ship's going where you're you're taking it, yeah, down to the grave, right, mm. so there's much more to this than uh yes not dying or living it's that's part of it but it's more than that it's like well let's look at this elijah kept his body jesus kept his body i think it's um don't quote me but i think it's elisha that said uh, was it elisha or joseph I think maybe it was joseph said take my bones to jerusalem why because there was a resurrection coming and he wanted to be there to get up his body up. See, this is a gift God gave you. You're to transfigure it like Jesus did on the mountain, up the mountain. There's a mountain again. See, if you go up, transfigure this thing and keep it for eternity. Mm -hmm. Transfigured. That means putting on the new man. See, he said to Abraham, follow me. He said to Moses, follow me. He said to Noah, follow me and Noah and build an ark. And isn't it funny? There were eight that made it into new beginnings. Eight is the number of new beginnings. Right. It's not a mistake that there was eight. The numbers, everything in there is a story to tell you something about you. It's not a nice little Bible story for Sunday school. Mm-hmm. That's what we've done in carnality. It's mm-hmm. to tell you how to escape this realm of death and find life himself yeah paul follow me jesus i'm the way follow me
1: isn't it funny that the rapture theory Mm -hmm. is really about escaping death yeah isn't it yes there's a group that believe i won't probably take i'm hoping i won't i've heard it hoping i won't taste death Mm-hmm. they're to get raptured. Yeah. So they do want to escape it, but they're waiting for the great moment. Yeah. to escape it, but when the power's in our
0: the choice is in our hands to yeah, to rapture. I mean,
1: we're trying to grasp this, aren't we?
0: Yeah, it's like Bob Jones said, they said, "Bob, do you believe in the rapture?" And Bob said, "Yeah, I do." He said I get raptured about five times a day. Mhm. Think on this. I know about this because I've been raptured many times. Mhm. Me too. Yeah. yeah it's not what we think no. that's a carnal understanding the left behind stuff is only to keep you blind to the real truth of it's what it means
1: to leave you behind
0: <laughs> to leave you behind right you've been left behind well you're really getting left behind now right wow. so jesus said i'm the resurrection and the life not that there will be a resurrection but i am the resurrection Think of that. They were asking him, Jesus, is there a resurrection? Cause there was a debate whether there's life after death. And he said, he didn't say, yeah, there is. He said, I'm the resurrection. Now I got a question. Where is he living? In us. So where's the resurrection?
1: Well, we sing it. We have the resurrection life. We have resurrection us. life.
0: Right. So what's it doing?
1: Well, it depends if you're just quoting it or if you believe it.
0: Yeah. Or if you think it's an event, or you realize even what I'm speaking tonight, Mm. I'm speaking resurrection life to you. Yes. We're resurrecting because we're moving forward into something. Mm -hmm. That's what resurrection life is.
1: Yeah.
0: So he says, I'm the resurrection. Romans 8, 6 says, For to be carnally minded is death. Oh. Romans chapter 7 we're still in carnality. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. See, spiritually minded isn't Casper, the friendly ghost. Spiritually minded are words. It's another kingdom, it's another world that's called spirit, but it's real. It's more tangible than this one.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just in another dimension moving at a faster speed of light. That's all it is and we must descend into it. Yep. Spiritually minded is life, and who doesn't want peace?
1: Exactly. Right? Yep.
0: So, the book of life is a living book. We are living in it right now, guys. And Father is speaking to us all the time, in nature and everything around us, to wake us up to live. Remember, he opened the scrolls and the scroll. The scrolls are your life and my life as chapters in the book of life. It's the book of life. It's not some book they open to see if your name's in there to get to go to heaven. And if it's not, you're going to hell. This is somebody's illusion. Yeah. They've taken it from the literal and they don't understand. It's the book of life. We're living in the living book right now in this realm and we get to choose are we going to believe him are we going to believe him do we want to find the way out follow Yeshua what is he he's the word he's the living word manifested in front of us so we would see and then he was taken up so that we would follow him where is he was taken into the temple into the holy of holies where's that in you you're the temple paul the apostle said the other was the shadow this is the real thing this is the real thing in revelation there it is 3 5 all who are victorious will be clothed in white and i will never erase their names from the book of life But i will announce before my father and his angels that they are mine look at that you will not be erased that means here right now we would continue on like enoch walked with god then was no more well wasn't seen here but he was so
1: Can I just uh, say one thing here? Yeah. I was watching a a video today, and uh, just this line jumped out at me and fits right in with what we're saying. It's, uh, you are the author of each moment you live.
0: Yeah. Scary thought, eh?
1: That's good, right? Yeah. (laughs) I know, I just chewed on that one for a while. That's good. You're the author. You create it. You're writing your story.
0: You're writing your story.
1: It's your story. How mm-hmm. do you want to write it? How do you want to live? It's your choice.
0: For those that overcome. Yeah. Right? I don't want to hang my very existence on somebody else's words that don't even carry the life of God in them.
1: Right. Right? That's why it's your responsibility is to keep digging. To keep, keep digging, digging. Looking. Searching that pearl.
0: Search for that pearl. of Great price, man. Yeah.
1: It's a treasure.
0: It is a treasure. Yeah. So in 2006, I I had this experience. I want to just reference, I think I have it wrote down here. Hang on. Hmm. Let me hold that for a second. I want to talk about Reformation, and us unfold it a little bit. The thing about this Reformation is we have to choose and follow him who leads. And it's a hard choice. Our lives have been exactly this. Mm-hmm. And we've spent some painful experiences of loss mm-hmm. because of our choice even when we didn't have a clue what was going on yeah. but we knew something supernatural was taking place
1: we picked the path that we were being called on to yeah
0: yeah that's funny how you say that we picked the path that we were being called on to. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like we didn't choose the journey; the journey chose well, us, was, but we had to choose to it take was it. Drawing us, right? Yeah,
1: there. It was more. We knew there was more. We knew it wasn't just the words on paper. Right. So that's been our walk from the very from beginning, from the very beginning, from the day we met.
0: Yes. Even the way we were meeting.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And then our our journey through church life and then having to come out of uh, a place we were really comfortable and felt like loved by family until we weren't yeah didn't understand but it was god leading us out because he wanted to teach us Mm -hmm. and then going into something else and then again it happening again and then in the midst of that the glory just exploding like i'd never experienced since i was standing in the open vision I was experiencing the love of God. I was experiencing the glory of God, like I've—I hadn't even read about in books. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do with it, and um, I go back, like even to 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 you in the in your at your brother's in the bedroom when the glory comes into the room and he's calling you, and man, you're like, "What is going on?" Mm -hmm. Right?
1: Yeah, it was freaky. Yeah,
0: something completely supernatural that we didn't understand was pulling and calling on us
1: it's fair to say that God was the all-consuming fire on our lives
0: yes yes Mm -hmm. man yeah and then in uh, this whole event in like in 2006 where the Lord said to me um, I was watching this movie about Martin Luther and at the end of the movie the Lord speaks to me and he goes So, what do you suppose uh, the Western Church would need reformed from? Now, in that time, I thought we were on the cutting edge. Everything was happening, in my mind, the way I thought everything was packaged. And yet he was saying, I'm going to bring reformation, John. Mm -hmm. And that, I didn't really know what he meant by that. And then I enter into this blast of his glory and this whole thing starts to take place. He starts to shatter my perceptions of what and who he is. Purchased or taught to me through a religious grid. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden uh, we go through another loss. And basically at that point I thought of this. I used to make this statement probably in about 2004, maybe. We had a pretty big church at that point, probably 150 to 200 people. It's not massive, but for us, it was fairly good size. And I remember stating, speaking from the front in the presence of God one day, I said, Well Wimber used to say that, uh, well, the last guy out, please shut out the lights, right? And I thought that was kind of cool. And so I said it, not knowing that I'd be the last guy out and there everybody else left God its presence mm-hmm. they didn't understand what was happening, and they found excuses to get out, so that everybody left literally one by one one by <laughs> one over oh, sometimes some groups
1: sometimes, yeah,
0: and I mean, whether it was because we didn't have the pews anymore or Morgan or they found excuses, yeah, right, mm-hmm. but the Lord said to me, um." It's kind of like when you're in Costa Rica, he said, you remember how you'd walk in the room and flick the light on? You see all these cockroaches just freaking go. He said, it's kind of like that. You're turning up the lights and people aren't comfortable. And so they're running. They want to go where it's comfortable. So they go back into uh, belief systems and everything that make them feel comfortable. They weren't willing to be bent. They weren't willing Mm -hmm. to go beyond what they've ever known. Because
1: that represented deception. Yes. Because it became outside of their comfort areas. Right. So we were taught to, you know, if you're starting to sense any of that stuff, that's deception. Mm-hmm. Right? So you run. Go the other way.
0: Yeah. So the only people that didn't leave were my children because they love me. And I have a great relationship with them. They might think I was a little crazy, but they hung. And you. Mm-hmm. And I honor you for it. And I know you wanted to run many times and thought I was nuts.
1: <laughs> I was like a cockroach. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> but... But you didn't. I didn't. And and God began to bring the revelation to you Mm
1: -hmm.
0: separately from me, till we were walking together once again. Right. But you had to come a different way because you are very much relational, Mm -hmm. more than I was in the respect that I was going to follow him. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the breakdown in relationships. But I also knew I didn't have a choice, go and tell them I'm alive. I knew that if somebody doesn't go, then what's gonna happen, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but for you, you were seeing the 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 destruction from it, right. the fallout, mm-hmm. and that affected you. Mm-hmm. And yet you loved me enough, you loved Yeshua enough, yeah. that you were willing to continue even though you felt like, man I don't know where we're going and this seems crazy right, right. but you hung in so I honor you for that mm-hmm. and it this is a journey yeah it's not done yet all no. right have black hair right now well not black dark brown
1: please don't do the Elvis look again no
0: no that was horrible wasn't it
1: <laughs> We tried black hair it yeah was bad
0: it was real bad
1: <laughs> we have pictures to show it
0: yeah I try not to show those so <laughs> there will be choices and times, right? But he's worth every bit of it Mm. because he wants people to know him. I'm alive, he said. He's not dead. He's not on the other side of the grave, and he's not in the created heaven that we created. He's right here. Oh, man. It's like, yeah, we have to start to open up our eyes to something greater here. I love what the reformers said they said on this journey we'll be traveling far to a place that is nearby once we're there we'll realize that we've actually been here all along yeah. you see it's in your mind man
1: go around the mountain you're gonna go you're around gonna come back to the beginning
0: that's it we want to go into him so the cross is not just a legal transaction but it's the beginning of a transformation." into a Son of God that He created us to be, to be like Christ. The Reformation is the revelation of the Cross and the depths of Calvary unpacked to mature us and cause us to grow up into who we really are. We're not really human, we're beyond human, we're immortal beings. that think we're worms, that we're mortal. Mm -hmm. And C.S. Lewis called it deep magic.
1: Hmm.
0: Deep magic is going on here.
1: That's a good one. It It is, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. C.S. Lewis was a pretty wise Mm. brother. The cross, it's the beginning of a reformation or revolution. Did you ever think about what it was like for Martin Luther in his day with in the established roman catholic church of that day it wouldn't have been easy man no to swim upstream every day martin might have went maybe i should have taken the blue pill and not the red pill Mm -hmm. it's a major shift yeah and it was only a partial revelation of what god's unpacking now Grace is the beginning, not the end. It's the very beginning of this thing. Grace just begins to help you understand that God is good and that God loves us. In spite of our blindness and what we've done in the dark, he loves us or he wouldn't have come Mm -hmm. to find us and bring us home.
1: Yeah.
0: So He wants to take us on a path we've not been before. I've not been on this path. Even when he told me about it in 1978, I had no idea that I was on a path. I always say now, when I experience the liquid love of God and thousands of volts going through the top of my head, now my feet, that I'm now going back to my future. That's my future I was seeing
1: hmm
0: that was me in Christ him revealing to me who I really am in him and where we're gonna go
1: yes.
0: so I've been I took a just like the children of Israel man 40 years <laughs> I went out for a 40-year walk in the desert mm-hmm. before I decided I'm gonna climb the mountain
1: there were some streams in the desert though.
0: oh there was some great streams in the desert yeah Toronto was a, an incredible, refreshing thing, mm-hmm. and it helped me to persevere and keep going into a greater revival that's happened inside me now.
1: Yeah.
0: There's this man. His name was Jacob Boheme. He's a German mystic and theologian. A theologian. From 1575 to 1624, this is what he said. There be many masters to be found who presume to judge in the mystery, and yet they're not known or sent by God. And therefore their school is called Babel. Isn't it interesting they tried to climb a mountain in Babylon called Babel. Mm-hmm. It's a picture.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The mother of Hurdom upon. flatter on both sides they play the hypocrites with God and serve the devil they call themselves shepherds and pastors of Jesus Christ and they run and yet are not sent much less does God own them and what they do they do for their own honor and belly's sake that's their living it's to make money it's money right and they would not run neither if they did not obtain in their course of spiritual whoredom and hypocrisy they wouldn't do it for nothing Hmm. right Mm -hmm. if the shoe fits that's all i'm saying i'm not quoting all pastors and don't hear me here he's trying to tell us something about things that go on and we know this we see it every day on youtube we just want to show us this the greater thing he goes but the holy gosh ghost shall be in the hearts of the faithful in Zion. Zion's a state of being. It's not a place in the by and by. I acknowledge, he says, and I know it. So when he says, I know it, he's experienced it. He's in it. Mm -hmm. For Zion shall not be from without, but in the new man. It's already born. He that would seek it, let him seek himself, and depart from the old Adam into a new life. And he shall find whether Jesus is born in him. Mm -hmm. Look within. Look inside yourself. See if Yeshua was born in you, and if Zion exists in you. It's experience. It's a kingdom. It's not brick and mortar. Yeah. If he finds it not, let him enter into himself and seriously consider himself. So he shall, he shall find Babel and her workings in him. These he must destroy and enter into God's covenant and then Zion will be revealed in him. And he shall be born with Christ in Bethlehem, Judea, in the dark stable, the hidden place, not in Jerusalem, as reason fain would have it, that Christ should be born in the old ass? But the old ass must become servant and serve the new man in Zion. The old ass is us, the old man, Adam, the fall, we must now serve the spirit man, us, and live in Zion within. Mm. Christ in us, the hope of glory. To come into that place, Galatians 6 puts it this way, But far be it from me to glory, save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me, Paul says, and I to the world. For neither is circumcision anything or non-circumcision anything, But a new creature, a new man. This is what this is all about. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Wherefore, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. The old things are passed away. Behold, they've all become brand new. And the word new there is kinos, which is completely new, not from before. As compared to another word used for new is called neos, which speaks of a time frame like new shoes compared to old ones. It would be me getting a brand new pair of shoes. I had the old ones, now I got the new ones, right? But it's not that at all. The new creature creature, or the new creation never existed for you. you die, and this new man arises in Zion, within, knowing God, within, mm-hmm. intimately acquainted. 1 Corinthians 15. And we're cruising right along. So you see, just as death came into the world through a man, not from God,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: now the resurrection from the dead, ready, has begun through another man. Mm -hmm. See, it began when Jesus rose. It's in us now, Mm -hmm. raising us up. The resurrection is already happening for those that are waking up to it. Yes. Just as everyone dies because we all belong to Adam, everyone who belongs to Christ is given a new life. And the last enemy to be destroyed is death. You notice that death is an enemy there. Mm -hmm. It's not deified. As if death is going to come and bring me into glory right no sorry yeah he
1: never said that no
0: it's an enemy mm-hmm. we've deified it and made it a god
1: yeah
0: so what an amazing thing to see that death will be destroyed when in you when you raise and let resurrection work itself out in you right remember what did paul say um Death is working in you, but life is working in me. Like, life is working in me, Mm -hmm. right? It's like the leaven in bread. Something's going on inside me, and it's raising me from the dead. Mm -hmm. I was spiritually dead, separate from God, and the Lord is at work within me to awaken me to that place. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Great stuff. I know. But when this corruptible... Mm -hmm will have put on incorruptibility, and the mortal will put on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying, death is swallowed up in victory. Not an event. It's each person's journey into the fullness of God. Hebrews 9. Behind the second veil, there was a tabernacle, which is called the most holy place. What's that? Way, truth, life. That most holy place is the place of life. The Father, Zoe, life. That's what's there. The Holy Spirit signifying this, that the way there hasn't been disclosed while the outer tabernacle still standing which is a pre- symbol of the present time. I go into this last time I spoke about the times, present time age, the present age, the age during, and the age to come. That's all about Romans 6, 7, and 8 and our journey. It's not about some geographical or linear time. It's about us. And so he's saying, while you're still a carnal being in your mind, while you're still living out of the mind of Adam, Even though the Spirit of God has come, and He's leading you in truth, that's the Romans 7, you haven't come into Romans 8 yet, well, you're still living in Romans 7. Well, you're still thinking out of carnality, literal stuff, Mm -hmm. and don't understand the gospel. Remember Paul? Who's bewitched you? Why are you going back into carnality when you started in the Spirit? Who's bewitched you? What kind of witchcraft is this? That's control. What's controlling you back into the carnal mind? He said, it's another gospel. And he goes, well, it's not another gospel because it has a form of godliness. It looks like it, but it's not it. Mm -hmm. Right? Accordingly, both gifts and sacrifices offer which cannot make the worshiper perfect in conscience since they relate to food, drink, and various washings and regulations. Now, what he's talking about here is not any of those events, you notice that all those things are outside the body? Drink, food, washings, all those things. Nothing externally will save you and cleanse your conscience. Until it says a time of reformation. (laughs) So there's a time of reformation that's going on right now. It started with me in 2006 that I became aware of it. I mean, it's been going a long time, but for me. And light has got brighter and brighter in our time. Yeah. Now, I was going to quote uh, Psalm 23 again because it's so powerful, but I'm not. Go back to the other teaching, you'll get it there. It's powerful. But this is what God's calling us to is to overcome to become more than an overcomer. That's to walk by the spirit.
1: You're more than that.
0: Yeah. To overcome is for me to do it. Mm-hmm. To be more than an overcomer is to walk in him who already overcame it. Let the light shine mm-hmm. and let us come to the place, let's dine with Abba, intimately acquainted, coming into the place of knowing that we are the city of God, Zion, the kingdom of our Father. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, where, in carnality, even as it is in the heavenly realms. And how's that gonna happen? By us, Metanoia, changing our minds, choosing love, not revenge, choosing love, and going to that place of neutrality, and then going forward into a place of willingness and submitting to God Mm -hmm. and allowing him to teach us and bring us into the fullness. And we, again, went through crazy times where we had to make a choice beyond our understanding to follow him yeah. right at a loss in this world yeah. but to gain him mm-hmm. and then be able to bring this kind of stuff to whoever wants it whoever's willing to come to the table i prepare a table in the presence of your enemies
1: Anybody from those past years that comes back up to our lives or we meet up or an event's happening, they always just live with us in the past because they don't know where we are in the future. No. Right? They still think we think like this, we do this, we do this. Or maybe they think we've gone wayward. I don't know.
0: Many think I'm still that evangelist from yeah, na- 1981. They s- this
1: right? is you, and you have not changed out of that spot. We know who you are, what yep. you were called to. Da, 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 da. That's it. I know. They <clears throat> found your beginning, and they put you in the end.
0: They put me in the box. <laughs> this is who you are. <laughs> You're in the Praise box. Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, Yeshua is unpacking mm-hmm. divine reality. Yeah. So I end with this where Jesus said there are many that they believe their salvation and their security is in what they believe not in me Yeah. and then he said this just recently you must let go of what you know in order to follow who you know now why i say who you know is because we're all the sons of god and we have known yeshua for millions of years and we're in this place now going through this because choices we've made and god came to rescue us to bring us back into the fullness of himself as long as i'm judging people I'm making conclusions, and I'm imprisoning them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're all brothers and sisters, yeah. eternal beings. And Jesus said he's going to bring reconciliation to all things, whether that takes a million years,
1: mm-hmm.
0: whatever it takes, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen because God always gets what he wants. Mm-hmm. But we can choose to look for the pearl yeah. of great price right now and let he, the living word, speak to us and bring us to death, to life himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's wonderful, eh? Amen.
1: It's okay. All
0: right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this and uh, just really um, cause you to search a matter out like Susan and I have to continue to search, lean on the Lord, press on Him to want to know. But you got to be willing to go outside your boxes. Because for the longest time, I need to say this, I forgot to say this. For the longest time, it's like, I was programmed not to look. Oh, that's evil. Oh, that's bad. Don't look there. Don't do that. It's when I opened to the Lord and He said, take a look Mm -hmm. and he would teach me truths yeah so I had to be willing to be teachable I had to let go of my fear of being deceived and believe more in the fact of him leading me Than being deceived Mm -hmm. I mean I had to get out of the boat like Peter if you don't get out of the boat man you're never walking on the water
1: well you won't learn anything new no
0: you stay in your box
1: Yeah. So bottom line is you are the author of each moment you live.
0: That's really good. You're the author. Mm -hmm. All right. Bless everybody. Have a good night.
1: Good night. Good
0: night.